Hey, it's Ralph here. Q1 is now closing and it probably didn't go as well as you had hoped, but I'm sure your agency is probably telling you that they crushed it. But in reality, it crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you are, if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what that thing is, go on over to tier11.com forward slash apply. It will set you up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make us agencies look good, but something that actually moves the needle and makes you more money, acquires more new customers, and ultimately achieves your vision. Head on over to tier11.com forward slash apply today. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Hello and welcome to the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. This is your host, Ralph Burns. This is episode 238 and we are really excited to have back none other than Amanda Powell, was the director of marketing at Digital Marketer last time she was on was 228. So make sure you go back and check out that episode and crafting your BERT game plan using a three-step process. But we're going to be getting a little bit more strategic and tactical here as Digital Marketer has been working on all kinds of diabolical search engine optimization plans in the end of 2019 in preparation for a really big year here in a launch, which is as we air this, it's probably going on right now. So Amanda is going to pull back the kimono, so to speak, pull back the curtain. I don't know. Do you, do you own a kimono? Just to say, pull back the curtain. That sounds <laughs> so much better. Uh, on exactly what you guys have been doing to really explode the traffic that you've been receiving through this new strategy that has been sort of changing over the course of the last couple of months here. We're going to spill the beans on how you guys have actually done it to help you reach your financial goals for 2020 and beyond. So thanks for coming back for yet another episode of Perpetual Traffic here, Amanda. Awesome to have you back and can't wait to hear what you're going to be divulging to the Perpetual Traffic crowd here today. Yeah, always excited to be back. It should be an exciting 2020. I'm excited to talk about what we got planned and what is really already in the works since, well, gosh, I think we've been working on this new strategy since gosh, maybe even September, but we were able to finally launch it in December and things have been going really well. So I'm excited to chat about what we got going on for 2020 too. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I think that's one of the cool things about perpetual traffic is that we don't necessarily talk theory and you know strategy, high-minded strategy, which we do every once in a while, just to kind of keep you all grounded to understand, yeah, it's not all about the tactics. You do have to have some thought process behind what you're doing in your marketing. But in this one, you guys have tested a couple of different ways in which to increase traffic to certain pages and really found this strategy, which, you know, you've tailored to your own specific needs as, you know, leading edge digital marketing company, educational company. Obviously, you need to be innovating and trying these things and figuring out what works and what doesn't work, not just, you know, on the paid traffic side, which we talk about here a lot, but also the organic traffic that you get and how can you use content in a way so that you can drive more traffic to your site to ultimately turn those visitors into leads and then ultimately lifelong customers, which is sort of the goal here. We're not just doing it traffic for traffic's sake. We're doing traffic so we can sell stuff, right? <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> um, that's exactly it. So uh, yeah, Ryan doesn't let us do this podcast just because we're just talking about traffic and stuff. We actually <laughs> run businesses behind all this traffic. So 
maybe you can tell us a little bit about what you guys have been working on sort of the last part of last year, what you came upon, how you've adopted this content hub strategy towards achieving your traffic goals. Yeah, absolutely. So one thing that we wanted to do and what we've done previously at Digital Marketer is that when we come to the end of the year, if you follow the Digital Marketer blog, you'll see that we do a lot of roundup posts. Well, the roundup posts also help us get some time back for the last few months of the year so we can do like a full audit on hopefully all of our marketing channels. So we go through and see a roundup post for 101 best email subject lines. So we go through and we see, okay, which were the best performing email subject lines. And I did a full technical SEO audit, which we won't go get into, but you know, we kind of went through and we're like, okay, here's some things on the technical side that we need to clean up. And then one of the major things that's going to be a major focus going into 2020 and this new year was, you know, doing a full content audit. And for us, that meant Let's look at some of our old content that we haven't really touched in a while and what's living on really valuable URLs that hasn't been updated in a really long time. Mm. Fortunately, we have a pretty historical editorial calendar. So I think our editorial goes back, our calendar at least goes back to at least 2016, but we've been publishing on the blog since 2014. But when you're first starting a blog in 2014, some of those URLs, they had never been used before. So they were able to take the really, really juicy search volume heavy URLs and use those when they were publishing at the very beginning of Digital Marketer. And what I mean by those like juicy URLs, it means that it's not necessarily a long tail keyword in the URL. So it's more of you know, the direct target keyword that's going into the URL of these, you know, historical posts. So for example, the example that I'll talk about today is digitalmarketer.com slash blog slash content marketing. And looking back, it's like, oh, you know, we have so much more to say than we did in 2014 or 2016 on content marketing than we did, you know, even last year. And we have so much more information that we can give our customers. So it was a matter of going in and finding those really hard-hitting URLs, really hard-hitting articles that may have had those really valuable pieces of content that we can go in and revamp or maybe even redirect to a post that's even better now. So it goes both ways. So there was also some, you know, long tail URLs that we needed to redirect to those more juicy URLs that we've been publishing in 2019 that we needed to redirect. So all of last year, you know, the last few months of the year, we're all about kind of cleaning up. So what needed to be redirected? Let's make sure we get that redirected before January 1. And then once we had everything labeled, like this is a valuable URL, this needs to be redirected. The main thing we started doing was putting our content back into pillars or this strategy that I'm about to talk about. It can be called so many different things because it's a pretty evergreen tactic. And by that, I mean, I think it can be called the content hub strategy, the content cluster strategy. I've heard it called a content octopus. I mean, even I believe Russ Hanaberry, who used to run content here at Digital Marketer, used to call it pillar posts. But basically what we needed to do is once we had identified those high value URLs and we had directed any extremely old posts that needed to be redirected to something that was newer and more updated, we started basically putting our content just into categories. That's pretty much how simple it was. It was, okay, which of all of the posts on our blog 
are related to content marketing? What of all of the posts on our blog are related to copywriting, which are related to paid media? You know, basically which ones can be mapped to our seven core certifications at Digital Marketer? And once we had those pillars mapped out or those essentially just which marketing channels each blog post went into, then we knew that we could start building out what is the content hub strategy or the content cluster strategy. So basically the essence is once we had all of these posts categorized into their appropriate pillars or whichever, you know. Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wilders and the authors of Reputation King, my buddy Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. and I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. In appropriate categories, nonetheless, we were able to go through and build out one essentially hub of that kind of content. And the idea behind the hub of content marketing or the hub of email marketing is that you use that really juicy URL that might have been from 2014 or 2016, and then you link all of the posts in your category back to that one extremely valuable URL that gives you a really nice overview of whatever that category is. So it's essentially like building out book chapters. And I laugh, I'm giggling that it's like book chapters because this was very much the strategy when we were building out our ultimate guide to digital marketing. They were, you know, building out categories of content marketing, email marketing, and then forming chapters of our ultimate guide. And now that the ultimate guide's been around for a while, we are starting to do that on our blog because the ultimate guide is not actually a blog post. It's its own separate PDF. So now that we have some time in 2020 and we're starting to focus largely on our content in order to reach some really big goals for Digital Marketer, we are doing the same thing that we did for the Ultimate Guide, but we are doing it within our blog and making sure that we are linking any post that is related to a specific category back to a main hub or 
what would be called the octopus or the pillar post or the cluster. And it's just the overarching topic of that marketing tactic. And it's a huge authority piece. I mean, this is a massive piece of content. Obviously, it's got a, the juicy URL, meaning in this case, it's digitalmarketer.com forward slash blog forward slash content marketing. Content marketing is a juicy keyword that you guys absolutely want to rank for as in the long tail, as well as the short tail, as well as the exact match, if that's at all possible, which I'm sure it is. And obviously, you know, the results are really starting to come in, which are impressive, which we'll talk about in just a second. But it's about having a piece of content that is obviously it's updated. This one is updated in December of this past year. But did that exact URL live as it currently exists? Or was it a different name for content marketing? Was it like digitalmarketer.com forward slash content marketing? And then you had to set up a redirect to this post. How did you kind of do that behind the scenes to enable this blog post to become the authority? Yes, absolutely. I think you brought up such a good point that I haven't hit on, and that is authority. And that is the entire premise of the strategy. That is the point of the strategy. The idea is that you create these hubs or these clusters specifically because you are able to link all of your blog posts that are about that specific topic back to this hub and then it starts to build authority. So the reason that this post has so much authority is because you might have multiple pieces of maybe more detailed or tactical blog posts on that topic linking back to the main idea of what all of those posts are actually based around. You probably already have the content that's already been building authority that you can link back to the main category post. And that's the whole idea is that it's very, very much an internal linking strategy. So you build out this one big post, that's the main general idea. And then you're able within this post to link out to all of the tactical posts, to all of the posts that might be case studies, to the posts that might be list based on this topic. Like, you know, blog post ideas is something that we've linked to on the content marketing hub. So from our blog of content marketing, you can get blog post ideas, you can get strategies on content marketing. So all of those posts are intertwined and linked together, which will hopefully provide a better experience for your customer or anyone visiting your site because they have all of those posts around a specific topic all in one place. And that's the idea is that they're able to click through. And if they click to one post, hopefully that post is linked to another post around the same topic. And if they are doing research or trying to understand a topic more broadly within the marketing industry for us, they're able to weave back and forth through our content extremely easily. And it's hopefully just providing a better experience for the user because these posts have already been growing and we've been, you know, updating them. But to answer your question on, did we redirect this post? Yes. So this post was being used content marketing, but it was a historical post that wasn't really relevant anymore. So we did a 301 redirect and updated the post and were able to update it. That way we didn't lose any authority there. So you didn't lose any of the SEO juice that it had. Exactly. It's digitalmarketer.com forward slash content marketing. Yes. And oh, by the way, like this isn't just a strategy like that's cool to rank higher for long tail, medium tail, and short tail keywords. 
you guys actually have a product that's called Content Marketing Mastery. Yes. So there's <laughs> a commercial reason behind this. This isn't just to show, I mean, obviously how smart you are. You're obviously a smart SEO when it comes to this sort of thing, but there's a commercial intent that's behind it. So yeah, when you yeah. think about this, yeah, it's like don't do it for a keyword that doesn't matter for you. you know, yes, but it's very much business driven. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's why our categories are very much based around our core certifications at Digital Marketer. So content marketing, email marketing. That's why I've been using those examples, just like you said, because those are the certifications that hopefully people can use can use from our site. So as they're learning more about content marketing, if they want to dive deeper, well, good for you. Now you can take the certification and become a certified content marketing master. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And then as you rank higher inside Google for all the different, I say long tail, medium tail, and short tail keywords is kind of the way that I think of them, but they're all like keywords where people will find you in a search or maybe an outbound link from another post somewhere else. I mean, as soon as you start you know, getting the rankings on the first page for the big term, the big juicy term in this case is content marketing, then other people are going to be linking back to you because as they write articles on content marketing or something related, they'll do a Google search, find you guys say, holy crap, everything you ever needed to know about content marketing, I've got to put that in my links that I'll link back to digital marketer on it. So it's a sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy over time, just strengthens the authority, not only through the internal linking, but also through external links. I don't know how much you guys do of like that sort of outbound, like, you know, to get people to link to your site or you just sort of do it naturally based upon content, but obviously that'll help overall gain more traffic. But, you know, the point is, is that you're already starting to see some of the benefits of this and this switch was relatively recent. I mean, you posted this on December 16th. Maybe we can talk a little bit about some of the results that you've seen so far to the page and site traffic and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So the really cool thing about this post, and like I said, hopefully this is something that everyone can do because a lot of the content was already there. So for us, all we really had to do was send one of our well, actually, I think our managing editor wrote this post because she's our content marketer at Digital Marketer, Becky Zieber. So, you know, we already had categorized all of our content and all she had to do was go through all of these posts and kind of round them up. So it was something that anyone is able to do on their posts and then create this hub based on a keyword that's relevant to their industry. But the results that we've seen have been great because the authority was there. Those posts have been living on digitalmarketer.com for, you know, even if they were 2019 posts, they might've been posted at the beginning of the year, but the content was there for this hub. So December to January, we saw a 26% increase in keywords. And like I said, that URL already existed. So that was a 26% increase in total ranking keywords for that particular post. And I know total ranking keywords doesn't necessarily tell you too much because those ranking keywords can be, you know, possibly on page 100. But what total ranking keywords does do is give you a very good insight into the traffic that that post is providing. So seeing that 26% increase has also increased our traffic to that post significantly. And it's ranking right now for an additional 19 different keywords. So 
those keywords are already have come just from the update in December, from December to January. Now, those results are, you know, 19 doesn't sound like too big of a number, but those are pretty staggering results from, you know, an SEO perspective. And we are very fortunate because we do have a fair amount of traffic coming to the digital marketer site. So it might not be, you know, as drastic if someone was to do it as a local business or a smaller business. But I think what it does show is that we've seen almost like a hockey stick effect from just going in and linking all of our posts that are relevant to that topic. And Google is then recognizing like, oh, they are an authority on that particular subject matter because not only when Google is crawling this page, not only are they seeing the content that we created on that specific URL, but they're also able to go in and find every other post that is about content marketing in particular and see that there is content written on all of the like subtopics around that subject matter. And I think that is what helps gain the traffic. That's what helps gain keywords in this strategy. Absolutely. So as somebody is reading this and wants to dig further, there's a URL or underlined outbound link, which might be an internal link to another post, which is related to that keyword. And we all do it all the time. We click on links, but there's a strategy behind this that all those links are content marketing related, which Google reads as a signal and says, okay, this is an authoritative piece. So therefore there's value that's being given. So I should therefore start ranking for all these other sort of other keywords outside of just content marketing. Like, I don't know which they are specifically, but like, what is content marketing? Content marketing mm-hmm. for carpenters. I don't know. You yes. know, like <laughs> keywords that people are searching for, but are intent based and ultimately sort of lead them at the end of the line to a digital marketer product, which is a logical end result of them consuming that content, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's hopefully the end result is that if they want to learn more, they can click through, but then to get the, you know, ultimate mastery at the craft, you can take the certification. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you've got links to opt-in Johnson boxes, as Russ used to call it, all mm-hmm. along the way, that which is related to the stuff that you're discussing in the article, which is an opportunity to capture a lead. Yes, exactly. You know, you might not buy it right now, but maybe they'll get a lead and then obviously they'll be in your email sequence. And you guys have pretty aggressive goals for a lead capture this year in 2020, it sounds as well, which plays right into this strategy. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So one of our big goals is we are trying to get more leads, which will hopefully allow more people to start trying out Digital Marketer and get into Digital Marketer Lab. So what we've realized is that by increasing our number of leads that come in either through the blog or through paid media or even through social channels, as we get more leads, those will eventually hopefully lead to more people trying. So our our trials and then trials hopefully turn into members. So we have a very aggressive lead goal this year. So the idea of this strategy is not only, you know, we want people to be able to gracefully move through the site using these internal links, but hopefully because of that, we can capture them through a lead magnet and hopefully be able to offer them a trial. So like you said, there's a method behind the madness because the idea is that we're, you know, helping these customers 
moving them toward the right direction. If that's the subject that they need more information on, we have that information and it's within our platform called Digital Marketer Lab. And that is the direction we are trying to push them. Yeah, makes total sense. So I remember a customer value optimization is one of the keywords that you guys, you sort of yes. invented it, but it's still, <laughs> it's one that we always go back to inside tier 11. I mean, we still use all the digital marketer resources. And I think I probably told you this is that <laughs> all media buyers, all creative team at tier 11 have to go through all the digital marketer certifications <laughs> in order to work here, which I would hate to have to do that over again now, but that in addition to oh, all the Facebook exams. Oh, but you should, they're all, they're updated and. <laughs> no. I might learn something. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but it's it's a tremendous amount of content here and stuff that you know. You as a marketer, if you're interested in just paid advertising, you need to understand the entire sort of journey, and it all kind of starts. That's usually the piece that most people start with when they engage with digital marketer. I mean, maybe now with this SEO strategy, obviously it's different. That's the thing that I always kind of refer back to because then it's, it's sort of everything out of there applies to all these separate content hubs that you're talking about, whether it's, you know, email marketing, content marketing, whether it's paid traffic, all those things sort of go together into the customer value journey, which Ryan is obviously is known for. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And the exciting thing is that our next content hub, which is about to be released, I guess when this releases, it'll be either released or about to be released is our paid traffic content cluster. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a good one. <laughs> That's awesome. So when you guys first started doing this, when you go over to the digital marketer site and you get to the drop down under get started, you may or may not see this right now as of the air date, but you tried a different strategy that didn't quite work as well as the content hub strategy. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how you guys pivoted a little bit? And how yeah. you're able to get the success you've had with this particular uh, blog post? Absolutely. Yeah. So you actually found a pretty interesting aspect of what happened when I was hired originally as an SEO manager. So originally, when I came on to Digital Marketer, content was not actually a part of the marketing team. So there was a content marketing team and then a marketing team. And SEO was a part of the marketing team. So when I was brought on, I actually wasn't under content which made sense because we did a lot of a lot of technical updates when I first started. But the main goal from when I came in was to create these what I was calling resource pages. And resource pages were very similar to a pillar post. And the idea was using our high value keywords, something like content marketing or email marketing, like I've been saying over and over again, and essentially kind of round up the main idea of our certifications. And the idea was that hopefully these resource pages, these roundups of these, you know, high volume keywords would then drive to the sign up page for that particular certification. Or if they wanted to learn more within these roundups, you could click through to our ultimate guide at the time. So it would drive to that specific chapter. So if the roundup was on email marketing, for example, like the CTA would drive you to the email marketing certification. Or if you wanted to learn more, it would drive you to the email marketing chapter of the ultimate guide. But what we found was these resources 
the way we had built them out, one, they just weren't very comprehensive because I wasn't actually working with the content teams. I'd work alongside them and we were working on some SEO techniques uh, that they were working on the blog, but SEO actually wasn't associated with the content going out on the blog. So what was happening is that we were kind of creating these resources, but they had no authority behind them. And that's the whole strategy behind the hub strategy is that you have the authority of your previous post. You have the authority of all of these multiple categories of, you know, different marketing tactics that we can then link back. So there was really nothing I was going in and linking to because the content wasn't even that long. It was just supposed to be like a quick overview. And what we found was that it didn't actually work. So eventually after about a year of doing more of the technical side of things, we put content alongside SEO back onto the marketing team and we're able to start creating more search-optimized content, and we kind of abandoned the resource strategy, which was essentially the content hub strategy, but just without all of the links and authority behind it or any of our previous content behind it. Of course, we were linking to the ultimate guide, but when you don't have that much information on a single given page, it's not really leading anyone in the right direction, especially if they're looking for a specific tactic. So, you know, fast forward to January 2020, and we're doing a very similar tactic, essentially creating a resource for content marketing or creating, you know, these resources around specific marketing pillars, but they were now rooted essentially in link building so that people can then navigate the site more easily, which is what we were leaving out before on these resource pages. There was really no place to navigate except, you know, a CTA, which was an extremely hard sell when you're just looking for a resource on something and then you're driving straight to a certification, you're not really giving people that time to do any more research on the subject matter. So it's really, it's just too tough of a sell. Got it. So you had to put a fair amount of value in advance in front of that with a lot of content, which is what we talk about here all the time, whether it's paid traffic, whether it's SEO, whether it's search-based traffic, which is intent-based traffic, or it's interruption marketing like you have on Facebook and Instagram, you still have to speak, you know, to a desired end result or address a specific pain point and provide some level of content, some level of engagement in order for them to take the next step, which we call value in advance on both sides of the equation, whether it's Google search traffic, whether it's an ad that you're running on Facebook and Instagram, it's all the same because human behavior really doesn't change all that much. And I think, you know, the point is that the strategy that's working well for you right now, and we'll obviously put all the URLs in the show notes here so you guys can sort of compare and contrast. It makes total sense. When you see this blog forward slash content marketing page, you're like, oh, yeah, of course. Like I can read all (laughs) about this. There's like 7,000 words on this page and there's all kinds of outbound links that I can learn more about it. If you don't know anything about content marketing, this is a pretty good place to start. Uh, Whereas, you know, with the other strategy, you just sort of had resources with some outbound links to either, I mean, I think in most cases, it was just to the paid product, Mm -hmm. correct? Yeah. Not a whole lot of content up front, which, you know, it's like asking for marriage kind of on the first date, maybe on the the second date. (laughs) So very, very similar to everything that we talk about here. It's like... Like, you know, we talked about this in the Brian Kurtz episode a week or so ago is that, you know, human behavior doesn't change all that much. On his episode, we were talking about 
Breakthrough Advertising by Eugene Schwartz, which was written in 1966. It's 2020 right now. Human behavior is still the same. You know, you can't ask for marriage on the first date, which means you need to put content ahead of the ultimate ask. And in your case, it might be a lead magnet. It might be an actual sale. Probably it's probably a lead magnet first and then a sale maybe after that. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing that we do on Facebook and Instagram all day long. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is good. I think it's really interesting. And obviously, you know, the resources that are on Digital Marketer, if you haven't gone over there in a while, I would suggest that you head on over there. Like I say, we force all our Interior 11 employees to consume as much as they possibly can, <laughs> you know, through the HQ because it's so good. And as well as we've been longtime members of DM Lab and now DM Lab Elite. So this is really, really awesome. You're continuing to do this into 2020, I would imagine, sort of in a systematic way with all the, the juicy keywords. And this is obviously the direction that you're going to be heading because you know, just in a month, you've already started to see like really good results. Like I can only imagine what it's going to look like you know, six to 12 months from now on that page. It's going to be tremendous. Yeah. And I think the, the cool thing about the strategy too is that once you have everything categorized and it, you know, combined into one post where everything's interlinking to each other and your subtopics or the spokes of your hub are linking back and you're linking back and forth. It's when you update one post, the authority builds with the entire hub. So because everything is intertwined, anytime you go back and you update something, everything is getting a benefit. All of your content is getting the benefit of that one update because all of your content is interlinked. So that's hopefully the idea as we start to build these out, everything starts getting more of a benefit because everything is intertwined. And that's something that we just haven't had a chance to go in and start interlinking everything. Of course, you know, when we build a post, we're like, oh, this post makes sense. We'll link to it. But being more intentional about where each post is linking to and being more specific in our categorization, I think will really help just the overall health of content. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's part of a larger business strategy, not just, like we said, not just for traffic for traffic's sake, it's for lead generation. It's for ultimately helping customers with the paid resources and the free resources that you guys have and furthering the initiative and the manifesto, so to speak, of what Digital Marketer does, which is to help businesses grow you know, through digital marketing and teach this stuff, which still you guys are the best on the planet in doing that. So this is really cool. Well, we're going to have to have you back on, obviously, for an update on this, as well as some other stuff that's going on inside the world of SEO, content marketing, all those things, which are a hugely integral part of your overall digital marketing strategy and your traffic strategy. This has been uh, episode 238 and we'll leave all the resources and outbound links in the show notes here today. Amanda Powell, thanks for bringing it on episode 238. Really appreciate having having me. (laughs) Always excited to be here. All right, everybody. Until next week, see ya. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.